the number one way to get an unproductive team productive is this. Keep listening and I'm going to share the secret with you. So on yesterday's podcast, we talked about how to convince people to start doing the work. Today, we're going to talk about how to make an unproductive team more productive. Welcome to the Result with Amber podcast, where you can grow yourself and grow your business. Hi, I'm Amber Bennett, and I've spent over 10,000 hours learning and applying personal development and business marketing strategies. Now, I'm sharing it all with you. You're in network marketing, or you have some sort of team. Maybe you are in uh, regular marketing, you have an affiliate program where you have like a little bit of a team underneath of you. But I'm going to speak to you if you're in network marketing because that's my area of expertise. You have a team that's under you, they're not doing anything, and you really wish that they would get out there and do the work for you because you need that bonus check. I want you to reevaluate the words that you're saying to yourself and if they sound anything like what I just said because there was a lot of you in that statement and there's not a you in team. (laughs) Your team does not care about you. I realize that you might have a sponsor or an upline that is a fabulous person and you love them, and you might want to help them succeed. Or there might be other people you've seen have that happen. Generally speaking, people don't care about what rank their upline is at and trying to really help them. What they care about is what's in it for me, because people are selfish. I mean, the phrase that we used was a very selfish phrase, right? And the best leaders are not selfish. So there's two things really that you can do. The first thing that I need you to do is reevaluate how much work you are doing in your team. Yes, we all want everybody on our team to be putting in 100% effort so that we can all rank advance. But after listening to yesterday's podcast, I know you understand that only 5% of people are going to put in really any amount of effort. The rest of them are just people you're going to love on, and they're really going to be the ones that are going to be your bread and butter as far as you know having your base of people in your organization. But what, what, what if nobody's doing anything? What if you have such a stagnant team that you're, you're getting you know a, a regular amount of orders, some of them are dropping off, you might get one or two new people, like it's really just a very stagnant or it's dropping down. And you're looking at your organization and going, what the heck? (laughs) What the heck? How do I fix this? What do I do? Why aren't these people doing the work that they need to do to keep going and keep growing? Reevaluate what it is that you are doing. If you haven't added any customers, if you haven't added any new distributors into your organization, that is the problem. Now, I realize that as you grow and as you become a leader, You're going to hit these management times in your organization where you feel like there's so many people in your organization that all you're doing is managing to help them. And it's a good problem to have because that means you have people in your organization. But when you start managing 
instead of leading, your team stops growing because it they're they're lo- looking at you by example, okay? They're going to say, "Well, I don't want to get to that leadership position because look at all that work. Look at all that work they have to do." The leader, my leader, my sponsor in my organization has a team of several thousand. 70% of the organization falls under him. And then I'm under him. And I've never once looked at him and said, wow, he's a manager. Because <laughs> he's not. He goes on vacations to, you know, and they're not really vacations. They're business vacations, right? He, he goes all over the world. He gets to fly to Australia. He goes to Canada. He goes to uh, Mexico. He goes to Colombia. Like, he goes all over the world. He has so much fun. He's growing his business. He's always laughing. He's adding people into the business. You know, I, I'm, I, don't, I don't know how he finds the time to add two, three, four new business partners a month still and do all of the things that he does. But he has fun and he, it never looks like he's managing his team, right? And one of the things that he does is outsources his work. For instance, I, uh, I got a message last night from him and, um, along with another leader in my organization and she and I are going to help him start his, uh, new people that are in the UK, which, and, and help them just one time set up their new Facebook party. We've been doing them. It's really fun. Uh, I've had some really great success with them and we're just going to get in there and we're going to start working it. Do that. I know you can't see my expression, but do that. Outsource what you can. Now, as a leader, you're going to have to identify the leaders in your organization. You're going to be locking arms with them. You're going to be working with them. And they're going to want to work with you, too, because you're helping, right? But that is part of being a leader. You cannot sit in your ivory tower and manage. Now, you might be thinking, Amber, I'm happy I found this podcast but I don't have any team under me or I'm just getting started and that's okay. What I want you to understand and what, what, what you need to grab from this podcast is that there is a difference between a leader and a manager. And do not look at one person and say, I don't want to get to that rank because I don't want to do all of that work. Find a leader in your organization, in your company, and aspire to be like the one that you are drawn to that you think, oh my gosh, I want to do that. I want to be that person and doing what they're doing. Because let me tell you, there are a lot of different types of people that can reach up to the higher levels. And they all react to it differently. But if you are at the point where your team is not growing, you have a few people on your team and all you're doing is you know, reaching out and helping them and you're not actually reaching out to new people, that new blood, that new fresh face in the team is what revitalizes us because we love to help. My team loves to help others. We love it. So when you bring new people on, when we have new people come in, 
boy, we are locking arms with them. We are helping them do the new things. We are helping them, you know, learn the training. Hey, go to unit six in our, our Facebook group so that you can learn all of this stuff. You know, we are a helpful bunch. And the cool thing is you might only ever have to help them once by, you know, answering a question because there are so many people who are willing to help. And when, and when we're helping other people as human beings, it makes us feel good and it motivates us to get new people on. Because if, if you're looking at this team and you're going, oh my gosh, these people are so amazing. I need to bring my friends in here so that they can be helped because look at how much help I got. It's just, it's amazing. And it makes you, it makes the person who's helping feel good and it makes the person who's receiving help feel good and it just, the good vibes kind of grow. But when you're all sitting there just kind of doing your own thing, managing, you know, not not getting any new people in, then it gets a little stagnant and it it's hard, the, the vibration or the, the vibes or whatever you want to call them just kind of stagnate too. So the best thing that you can do as a leader to help grow your organization and to help motivate people on your team to go out and do more work is to do it yourself. And the more consistently they see you working, the more they're going to get out and do the things that need to be done. The more consistently they see you working, the more they're going to get out and do the things that need to be done. Do it every day and do work that anybody can do. Now that's not to say that you need to have the same uh, work ethic as the people in your organization, but you have to do the activities that they're able to do. Let me explain. Can anybody put a post on social media? Can anybody reach out to a new person? Can anybody ask a question? Can anybody hang a flyer? I mean, if we're talking really old school, the answer to all those is yes. Anyone can do them. Now, as a leader, you throw in the consistency. How often can you do that? How many people do you reach out to? Anybody can ask one person, but you as a leader, you're asking 20, you're asking 50, you're asking a hundred, whatever it is. You're, you're going to set your goal based on how much time you have in your day. I know there are people out there that can talk to a lot more people a day I can because I work full time still. But so long as I'm doing the work consistently and it's work that I can train anybody off the street to do. Here's some verbiage, go ask 10 people this question. And I love it because I love doing that, especially with my new people, because they come back and they're like, oh my gosh, Amber, I got people that said, yes, they're going to do what I ask them to do. And I'm like, that's awesome. Because I know that the, the verbiage I handed them works because guess what? I've been using it and I know it works <laughs> and it gets them excited and keeps them going, right? But I wouldn't know what is working in the marketplace if I wasn't out there doing it, if I wasn't asking the questions, if I wasn't being consistent. So you have to do the same thing. Be consistent, find out what works, because as a leader, people are going to be coming to you and, and asking you, hey, what do I need to do here? How do I ask this question? How do I approach this person? And you as a leader need, need to be able to say, this is exactly what I did. 
or this is what somebody in my team did. And you're going to get that through experience. You're going to get that through experience. You're going to get that through that through, you know, going through experience. So do that. I hope you found some value in this. I hope it got gave you a little bit of inspiration to go out there and do a little bit more work today because if you don't have a large team and you're going to, and you're working consistently, you're going to have a large team. You're going to get the people uh, attracted to you and your organization by doing the work consistently. I have had people reach out to me five years after I approached them and asked me about my organization. Five years. And guess what? Yup, I'm still doing that. And yes, I can still help you. <laughs> because I'm consistent and they know. They know that. Right? It's not one of these, oh, well, I tried that last week and it didn't work. So get out there, be consistent, do what you need to do, grow your team, motivate the people through your actions. Thank you for listening to the Result with Amber podcast today. Please head to www.resultwithamber.com for show notes and more ways to help you grow yourself and grow your business.